0: Malicious activity on Amazon. Predictions for Amazon changes in 2019. How Kevin King launched with no giveaways and no PPC and sold hundreds of thousands of dollars. What are his new hacks and strategies for 2019? This is episode two of the Serious Seller Podcast. and welcome to this first episode that we are having an interview here on the Serious Sellers podcast by Helium 10 and I'm very honored to have as our first guest here on episode 2 Kevin King. Now Kevin King has one of the most popular AMPM podcasts before because of all his amazing hacks and strategies and so today I have made him the first guest here so that we can get some amazing strategies for 2019. Kevin, how's it going?
1: I'm doing great, man. How are you? How's everybody out there? We're doing just delightful here in sunny Southern California. Well, you're in Texas, right? I'm in Austin, Texas. That's right. Austin, it's about Texas. 72 degrees and uh, nice today. Oh, that's
0: pretty good. That's pretty good.
1: So, wait till tomorrow. It might be uh, negative 6. You never know. That's how it is over there. It's kind of bipolar
0: weather there in Texas, huh? It is. Oh, all right. How's your Amazon sales for 2018? How was it? Was it a good year for you? It was awesome, man. I 10 x last
1: year. 10X'd. I mean, I always, everybody always says they want a 2X or 3X. I 10X'd. In 2017, I did $37 and last year I did $370. <laughs> it was freaking awesome, man. I couldn't oh, believe it. Oh my goodness. I couldn't things, believe it. Things are flying off the shelves. $370. <laughs> They were flying off shit. I've been taking me a vacation, man. So this is the last time you're going to hear from me for a while. How many zeros do do we need to add to that number in real life, though? Come on, Kevin. Uh, you might add a few zeros to that. Maybe one, two, three, I don't know a few, but no, it sales were, sales were good last year. I, I've, uh, I have my account, you know, I've kind of shared my account publicly on the freedom ticket. Uh, mm-hmm. and I shared some of my products and as, as you may know, that can create a few problems here or there. Um, uh, because people, people start, uh, doing a, a, a few things that aren't, uh, aren't the best. So I've kind of migrated most of my stuff off of that, uh, that account. Um, I, I still do, uh, I have account, some calendars that I do, uh, on there. And they, they, this year, my sales were up about 40%, uh, on that in the month of November and December. But then I have three other accounts. Uh, one's mine and, uh, actually four other accounts. One is mine And three that I'm partners on that we're doing some really cool stuff. And uh, one of those is with seasonal products for this year. And so I'll probably uh, uh, be doing a case study after the fact. I don't want to talk about it too much right now because people will maybe copy or or try to study what I'm doing. But after the fact, uh, this time next year, I'll share the share the results on that. But I I think we're going to hit maybe 10 to 20 million dollars on one of those accounts this year and gross gross sales. That's awesome. That's
0: awesome. Now, let, let me ask you something. You mentioned having multiple accounts, you know, you yourself, and then you're, you're also partners with the others. Now, how do you manage that? Did you get permission from Amazon to have multiple accounts or are you using what other people do is like having separate VPNs or how are you managing multiple accounts?
1: Yeah, no, I get permission. I have it in writing. Uh, I don't, I, I did it, you know, a few years ago before I was really even selling as FBA. I used to, um, I used to buy a lot of hard drives on Amazon. I had uh, a business where we, we put a lot of a uh, content on uh, like one terabyte USB hard drives and we would actually sell that content, you know, for like 400 bucks. And so I was going on to Amazon and buying like 50, uh, $50 one, uh, terabyte, uh, hard drives. Uh, and then basically just copying the content. I had like four computers going, we just round the clock copying stuff and then send, selling the stuff for three or 400 bucks. Um, and so I was having limitations put on uh, my accounts. Uh, you know, you can only buy, people are putting limits, you know, you can only buy five of this hard drive, mm-hmm. uh, or, or whatever. And I was like, screw that, man. I need like a bunch. So I just went and opened up a bunch of, uh, this is like in the early, uh, it's like 2011, 12, somewhere around there. So I opened up uh, several other Amazon accounts uh, You know, business accounts or whatever, So, so I could buy different email addresses and whatever. And Amazon, after about a year, caught on to me, and all of a sudden, everything got shut down. Uh, I wasn't doing FBA then, uh, so you know, I wasn't a seller, so it didn't really uh, affect me. There were buyer accounts, uh, but still, nevertheless, they they shut me shut me down. And so ever since then, I've, I've played uh, completely by the rules, and I get permission on on all these separate bank accounts, separate ownership, separate companies, uh, everything. There's no crossover, not selling the same products on any of the same stuff. It's uh, 100% above board.
0: So then on your computer or your laptop or whatever, you freely just interchange, you know, which Amazon account you're logging into.
1: Yeah, actually. Yeah, I don't okay. use a VPN, I don't do anything. Yeah. People always are, you know, you hear stories about people that are out there, they're at a conference at Amazon conference. Oh, don't log in on the Wi-Fi. It's going to you're going to get your account shut down or when they're traveling to China or somewhere. It's, no, it's all bullshit. Man, that, that's never been a problem for me. You can log in from Amazon. Amazon doesn't just track your IP address. They know, you know, I don't know what the exact number is, but 20, 30, 40, maybe even more data points about your computer. They know the Mac address. They know your fonts that are installed. They know a lot more than just a, an IP. and. and so I, I've never had a problem, never worry about that. I'll log in from anywhere in the world and it's never been an issue. Uh, and I can just switch between accounts. Um, no problem. Even sometimes in the, uh, you know, some of those accounts I have uh, access to, I don't even have to log out of one to log into another. They're up there in the top in the corner and you just toggle between them. Just like between my Amazon US, Amazon Canada, they'll just show up as another brand up there uh, and just toggle between them. So it's no, it's, as long as you have permission and do it right, um, play by the rules, it's no problem.
0: All right. Now let me ask you something though. One reason that I think that some people still want to do those VPNs and and such is that if they do do it where they have the full permission from Amazon to have multiple accounts, kind of like you did, what if one of those accounts gets suspended for whatever reason? What I think I've heard from people is that they're afraid that since they're all linked together, like let's say they had five, all five accounts will get suspended because they
1: know that it's tied together. No, it doesn't work that way. They're separate. That's like saying, if you have a, if you're, if you have a, a bank account at chase bank account, and one of those bank accounts is your personal account. And the other account is, is your wife's account and you're a signer on your wife's account, but you don't own it. And say the IRS or somebody comes in and uh, puts a freeze. They can't freeze. Uh, just because you're a signer on that account, you have to be an owner on the account or a co, a co co owner of the account. So you, it's the same thing. They, they, I mean, I've had an issue in the past with my U.S.-based account. Uh, it's never gotten suspended, but there, there was an issue where uh, some of the, the funds, you know, couldn't be withdrawn for a while until I sorted out this issue. That did not affect me anywhere else, um, you know, it, it, on any of my other accounts uh, in Canada or anywhere else. So, so no, I think that's a, uh, if you're doing some funny business or you're doing some, you're up to no good, then you absolutely should worry and lose sleep about it. But if, if <laughs> you're playing above board, then no, nah, it's no big deal.
0: Okay. Well, that's interesting to me because I know that's something that a lot of people have asked me. So that's great to know.
1: I mean, um, that's my experience. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm not going to say it's never happened to somebody. Um, but no, I mean, it, as long as you're separate companies, separate everything, you know, it's, if one goes down, it shouldn't affect the others unless you're doing some transfers between them, mm-hmm. you know, product transfers or something that's fishy. Um, no, you sh- it should be fine.
0: Okay. All right. So another thing you mentioned a, a couple of minutes ago, I wanted to touch on you said, said, Oh yeah, back in the past, you know, you would give out to the freedom ticket people, your Amazon accounts, but then, you know, some people might do some shady things. Well, one of the biggest things that has been in the news and, and that is on sellers minds for 2018 was all of these things that people are attacking other, other sellers, you know, sellers attacking sellers, seller on seller hate, you know, they would go and, and give a bunch of bad reviews. What are some of the top things that you have seen that like seem to come out of nowhere in 2018 that never was a problem in 2017, 2016, but that, that malicious sellers are doing in order to try to gain a competitive advantage?
1: Yeah. I mean, most of this, I mean, what a lot of people don't realize, and I just saw this stat, uh, on one of the, uh, the big, uh, stat websites just, uh, just th- this week, actually 40% of the top sellers on Amazon over 40% actually over 40% of the top sellers on Amazon us are based in China. Uh, and that number, that's double what it was two years ago. It's 15% in 2016 in 2018. It was more than 40% of the top sellers are based in China. And so, I mean in China especially I mean this happens some in eastern Europe and some other countries too but the predominant problem is actually over in China you got a lot of hackers russian hackers and stuff but the biggest issue is really coming out of China I mean it's so huge over there I mean the biggest event in the US for sellers I think is like the uh, the one that um, Amazon did last summer in uh, uh in New Orleans uh, Oh yeah I was the there. conference like I think it's 2,500 people or something like that, maybe 3,000, somewhere in that name, you know, uh, amazing does one that's got like 1,500 people. The prosper show has like 1,300 and then everything else in the Amazon space in the U S is down in the, the single digits. Um, you know, usually two, three, 400 or something, but it, they just had one in Ningbo in the early, in early December, like the 7th or 8th of December, over More than 10,000 people showed up in Ningbo. This is not Shenzhen or Guangzhou or Hong Kong. This is in Ningbo. Over 10,000 people traveled over there to go to an Amazon seller event, and another like 30 or 40,000 streamed it live. It's crazy what's happening over there. So, their culture in China is completely different than ours. You know, we just talked about play by the rules and don't open multiple seller accounts. And everybody's always afraid in the US, you know, is this against TOS? Can I put a insert, package insert? Can I do this and that? In China, that's the furthest from their mind. They're like, what can I do to get ahead of the next guy? They're, you know, they've got 1.2 billion or whatever the number is of people. And it's a super competitive. So they're willing to win at all costs. It's a whole different culture. And to them, cheating is okay. For us, cheating is like, no, I'm not going to have my hand signed, go to jail. I'm going to be publicly shamed over there. It's a complete opposite. This is how you win at business is you cheat. Uh, and so what's happened is there's been a whole culture come up over there of hackers in China that are doing all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, I think there was like 1.2 million new Amazon accounts opened last year, seller accounts in the U S but most of those never even sold a product. That's a lot of those accounts are being used for malicious stuff. Uh, you know, some, some guys over there have 20,000 buyer accounts and they do all kinds of crazy stuff. They were using vendor central accounts, uh, cause vendor central basically is, you're, you're, Amazon. If you have a vendor central account, you're like God. So that with a vendor central account, it's a major loophole that Amazon needs to close. And I think they're about to, uh, where you can actually go in there and change someone else's listing. Uh, they were doing stuff with uh, zombie listings where they can find out products that were out of been out of stock for a while and go take them over and take over the reviews doing all kinds of merging and splitting. It's, it's crazy stuff that as, as Westerners, we're just like, Holy cow, how do you compete against that? And, uh, So you you don't, how can, how can you, how can you protect yourself against some of that stuff? Well, by number, as of right now, if you don't have, if you're selling a lot on Amazon and you don't have a vendor central account, you're screwed. You're at risk because if you have a vendor central account, at least you can go and and switch something back without having to go through all the channels of Amazon and plead your case and wait weeks or months or something. Uh, But I think that's going to change because Amazon at some point this year is going to the integrated seller account, basically vendor central and seller central are going to merge and there's not going to be separate accounts. And so there's going to be one account. I think when that happens, uh, that's going to fix some of this issue. There'll always be another issue that pops up, but I think it's going to help, I think there's that's a good thing because I think it's going to help in some ways, but it also may be a bad thing because I think as third-party sellers, we're used to having a lot of control over our pictures, over our bullets, yeah. our titles. I think some of that's going to go away this year. I think uh, when this integrated account, I think you may start seeing that Amazon has to approve more stuff. When you upload your pictures, they're not going to post in fifteen minutes, or your bullet points. It's going to go through a human approval process, or maybe a machine first. And that you know, it's the machine. It's kind of like Facebook ads. It, Machine takes a look at it. and it looks okay. It goes if there's anything suspicious, it gets kicked, uh, kicked out. So I think that's going to hurt, and everybody's going to have to play by the rules more, including uh, all these Chinese hackers. Uh, but they'll always find a way. And for them, they they got burner accounts. They just burn through them. They don't care. It's about getting in fast and get out. And so the thing is, how do you compete against that? Is you you stay away from commodity products. You, you don't go after these commodity low end You know what all these courses teach of uh, under two pounds and this price point point, whatever you stay away from that stuff. And, and you start sourcing outside of China. In addition to the tariffs that are, you know, the 10% tariffs that are in place right now and the the increase on that's on hold at least temporarily um, with Trump and the, the Chinese government doing some negotiations and we'll see what happens, but it start to look outside of China because if you go to sites like say 52 WMB, 52 woman, uh, Mary bravo.com, uh, and there's, they have a version of that in English. You can source from like 30 different countries. And so if you find products, you know, if you're sourcing out of Germany or out of a uh, Guatemala or somewhere like that, your chances of these Chinese guys, uh, being a hijacking your listing or competing against you goes far down because they're not going to mess with that. They're going to go do what's in their backyard. And so that, that's one of the, one of the big opportunities I think that's out there is quit sourcing everything in China. China is easy. The wheels are greased. It works really well. Um, uh, but uh, it's a little bit more trouble sometimes when you go to another country, but you can really differentiate yourself and eliminate a lot of the problems by looking at some other places to source. Okay. That's great info. How many products did you launch uh, last year? I mean, I launched last year. I launched between all the accounts, probably about 40 or so. In my account, personal account, about seven. Okay. Uh, in my uh, New products in my, in my own personal account.
0: Do you have a set launch strategy that you're using? Are you still using the giveaway method or have you kind of pivoted and are using other ways or what's your go-to strategy for launches these days?
1: I do a combination. For example, like at Christmas, I had some seasonal items. um, Some calendars is one of my items. I did no launch, no giveaway, no lower the price and raise. I just stuck them up on Amazon uh, around the middle of November, and you know sold hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of them with zero launch, zero PPC, uh, zero everything. But what I did on that is is I made sure that the listings were clean instead of these big huge titles with long titles and long bullet points and uh, everything. I, I didn't do any of that stuff. Um, I, I kept everything, the bullet points extremely short, the title straight to the point on the keywords I was targeting. And I made sure I used the right keywords in the subject matter field uh, and, and the back end. And, and I, I did very well with those products then it.
0: Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You did a launch with zero PPC and zero giveaways and sold hundreds of
1: thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's three different calendars, uh, three, just three different calendars. They're seasonal. So, you know, there's, there's a short window. So it's, uh, how, how did you get I visible?
0: How did you get visible? How did you get on page one of important keywords? Just, well, some of these are
1: not super, there's a lot of long tails. that are not super competitive. Okay. And then here's the trick and here's the magic point, And, uh, you know, it's one of the little hacks or little secrets that a lot of people don't realize is that everybody's always so focused on keywords and also mm-hmm. so focused on what are people typing in that search bar. But what most people don't realize is about 40% of what happens out there. Uh, what's sold on Amazon doesn't come through search. It's not about keywords. It's about being on somebody else's page. Uh, over 40% of the sales come from, you know, the, Customers who bought this also bought that, okay. or or you also have the sponsored ads column call, uh, uh, call down there and stuff. So by Amazon will automatically put you in some of that stuff um, if you put the right keywords and you do the your, your listing correctly. So by being uh, you know if I've got a calendar that features a uh, beautiful women. Uh, and I'm going to actually start showing up by having the right keywords and the right phrases uh, in my, in my, uh, it's something I'll teach. And, you know, I'm not going to teach it right here. It's, it's worth too much money to teach right here, but you put the right stuff in there, you'll actually start showing up. Now this might not work for highly competitive products. So, you know, if this is a uh, Garcina Cambogia or something, this is not going to work for you, but for the lower end stuff that sells, you know, I'm selling some of my calendars are selling a hundred a day. And these are calendars that uh, I charge 19.95 for. That's, a retail price on Amazon, my landing cost is $1.52. Um, so, so you you can, and it's next to nothing to fulfill them. Um, so you can, you can see what the margins are on that. It's, it's crazy ridiculous. Uh, but by doing that, I started showing up in some of these other calendars pages on the uh, customers who bought this or viewed. There's also one that says customers, who viewed this, not just bought this, but viewed this also viewed. And so by, by being, getting into those positions with the right keywords and the right phrases, which I use helium 10 Cerebro tool to figure this stuff out. Um, then you, you start showing up in these places. People see you, they type in, you know, sports illustrated swimsuit calendar. Uh, and they're like, Oh, what's this one down here? This one looks more interesting. And I made sure my imagery, my, co- my covers are like, they just pop off the page. You know, that main image just pops. It's like you, your eye has to go to it on the page. And by doing that, it just starts to snowball. And so I was selling, um, you know, uh, some days, I think my best day uh, was uh, close to uh, 150 to 200 units on each one of these. I never spent a single penny on PPC. I never did a launch. I never did a giveaway to my list. I never did anything. I just put them up and did it right.
0: So when you were doing your product research to find this and, you know, thinking about, you know, launching, did you already have an idea that this was a product that could have been launched that way? And that's why you didn't do PPC or that's why you didn't do a giveaway. Like there are indicators that said, hey, you know what? for this one so unique that I might be able to get away without having to put money into it.
1: Exactly. It's, it's okay. the uniqueness of it. It's completely unique. There is no other one. There is no way someone can counterfeit this or, or hijack it. Uh, and then there are I mean, you know, I've sold some of these before in the past. So there is a little bit of people that are actually already in their mind. Like I want to, I want to buy the calendar for next year. It's hanging on my wall. So let me go see if it's there, but they're typing in brand specific names on that uh, rather than general keywords. But you no, know, you can do, that's why people always say this. The Amazon is dead. It's it's saturated. It's over with, you can't make money. And that's total bullshit. It's better than ever. You just got to do it right. You can't follow, you know, these stupid idiots that are doing YouTube videos and s- selling courses with Lamborghinis and crap and, and listen to a bunch of that. Shit. I mean, the opportunity is there. You just got to know how and to analyze it. You don't drive a Lamborghini, data. Kevin? I don't. I have a Toyota. Um, All right. <laughs> so, I, uh, and it's not a fancy one. Uh, but uh, I mean, I could buy a Lamborghini if I want to, but it's, I'd rather, I'd rather spend my money traveling and uh, doing and eating uh, Kobe Kobe beef and other things, but uh, uh, <clears throat> having better experiences. But anyway, um, so no, the, the opportunity is better than ever. It's just you got to look at the data. You've got to use the tools like Hel- – I mean, you know this as at Helium yeah. 10 that the tools are powerful, uh, even with the changes. And maybe we'll talk about that. The changes that come, they're still super powerful. But 99% of the people that are paying that 100 bucks a month or whatever don't know what the – they're doing. They don't know how to use these tools and they're not using them right. And I know you guys are making a, a good effort to show them and you're doing an excellent job in the videos and stuff that I've seen. I've getting feedback from people and showing people, look, this is how it works This is how to do it with your AMAs and all that stuff. But people still, they just don't get it. I don't understand it. It's, it's not rocket science. It's, it's data, it's math. Uh, and, and and it's just knowing how to look at it. And I think too many people are just still looking for that home run that I want to quit my job tomorrow and, uh, go drink margaritas, uh, with Jimmy Buffett, uh, in Jamaica or something. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, but <laughs> so, and I launched another product I did at Christmas was a seasonal. It was a I uh, I was testing it cause I'm doing a big, like I said, big seasonal thing this year. So I actually went out. I just wanted to do some tests, and I knew I wasn't going to make money on this. It was, I, so, that one I did spend PPC on. It was Christmas candy. So, I actually went uh, just to test this. I, I found uh, I didn't order anything from China. Uh, next year I will, but I, I found some tins on some like clearance site, like Christmas tens. that had like a, one of them had a snowman on it, one of them had a, a Christmas uh, a Santa. And they're like metal tins that you would put, you know, like square they, they would hold two pounds. I figured out they'd hold two pounds of candy. So I went to Sam's warehouse and right before Thanksgiving, they had like a, uh, Hershey's kisses, a big old bag of those, like a three pound bag for like, I don't know, eight bucks or nine bucks or something. And they had a couple other can and they're like in them special wrappers for Christmas, the the green and the red and the whatever. And they had a couple other, other candies. So I just bought three different types of candy, mixed them together. And, um, and, and did, I didn't do a whole lot of these, you know, I, I did like, dollars $20,000 in sales on this. Uh, but I just wanted to get the keywords and the testing and I did. Hey, a lot of
0: our listeners would like to have a uh, 10, $20,000 of sales.
1: Yeah. But I spent 6,700 on a uh, PPC or something on this because what I was doing, I was playing with, uh, the product targeting, you know, the new tool, the new ability in the sponsored ads where you can actually target other people's products. That's gold. You know, we talked about a minute ago that 40% comes from other, other people, uh, other product pages. So using that new tool and it's under, if you're not familiar with it under, it used to be an AMS only. You had to have a vendor central or vendor express account to use it, but now it's available in seller central. Uh, but you can actually go into a manual campaign and you can choose, I think it says beta and you can choose the targeting option and you can target other ASINs. And by using tools like Cerebro and helium tent, some of the uh, black blocks and some of the other ones from so that you guys do, uh, you can figure out which ones to, to target, and I was doing some testing. Some of them didn't work. Some of them worked really, really well. Uh, so I was trying to figure out what, which where should I which one should I try to tag along for next year? How should I try to position my product for next year? Because if I'm making a lot of sales off this Godiva chocolate one, look, see, study what they're doing. Okay. I need to do something like that next year because then I can take a bunch of their sales away, uh, that kind of thing. And so my costs on it were higher than what they should have been because I was just testing and I ran a lot of PPC to test, but now I have the data. So next year I'll be able to come into this and, and hopefully do 500,000 to a million dollars in sales off a couple of things of candy.
0: That's incredible. That's incredible. So have you given up altogether on like doing the giveaway method for launches or you still do do that, you know, like using two-step URL and sending people to a, to search for a product?
1: I still do some of that. Um, right. I don't do nearly as much as I use. I don't use any of the services anymore. Uh, but I will use my own list sometimes. Uh, I will use, uh, I'm experimenting with some many chat and some Facebook stuff. Um, but I'm trying to pick products where like the one I gave you the, the counter example where it's not as necessary. I think that's the future. I, I think those are going to start to have less and less effect. I'm not saying they're going to go away. I'm not saying they don't work. They still, they can still work, but I think Amazon is going to become more of a pay to play platform, especially, um, uh, I think you just, it's, you're going to have to start paying to be on page one. And it's not going to be giveaways. It's going to be PPC. Uh, you're going to have to prove yourself through PPC. And I think, over the next year to two years, you're going to see that dramatic landscape dramatically change. Amazon's going to probably be changing the way the, the pages display. And you're going to have to buy space. Just like if you go to the grocery store and you want to be at eye level with your, your box of stereo. So when the, the mom pushes the bo- the, cart, the uh, cart through and the kid's sitting there in the basket crying, he can see his uh, uh, little uh, Flintstones pebbles or whatever right there. And, and he stops crying. And they're they're paying for that. If you're on the end cap at your local supermarket, they ain't free. You know, yeah. or if you're about the they, you get you're paying for that, so I think Amazon's page one is going to become more and more that way, especially as the big brands come in. Especially, you know, Amazon now has with their everybody knows about Amazon Basics. That's one of their private label brands, but Amazon has like 130 private label brands in all the categories. It's not just Amazon Basics. I mean, and they're giving that stuff more and more space. Some of these brands you don't know that they're even Amazon. You're like looking at it like oh, when you're doing a X-ray or something, you're like oh, there's some other you know FBA seller, but no, it's actually Amazon. Mm-hmm. And so they're pushing down, um, more stuff. So it's going to become more of a pay to play. And I think if you're not prepared to do that, um, you're going to be at a disadvantage. Um, uh, so uh, unless you go after stuff that, you know, sells two a day, you know, nobody yeah. is, is looking at, you know, and I think that organically on, on that will, will be there, but that's, there's going to be a lot of money in that. And, and that, that's leads me to another little thing is that people are uh, too many people want these home run products. And, you know, my best selling, uh, BSL. I mean, during the holidays here, some of my in office products, these calendars, I got up to like a 300 BSR or something, but that's not normal. That's seasonal. But most of my products are in that four to 10,000 BSR range. And I don't have problems with counterfeiters or hijackers or anything. You know, I'm not selling a hundred a day on most things, but I'm not having to do a lot to to sell 15 or 20 a day. And I'm happy with that. It makes me enough money to do what I need to do without a lot of problems. And with those products is is people need to start looking a little bit deeper and and using like black box and, and Cerebro and and tools like that to really dig in and find, you know, if you're going to sell, Manny always uses the, the, the example of a tactical flashlight, Mm -hmm. you're going to sell a tactical flashlight. Don't sell a tactical flashlight and don't sell a tactical flashlight for left-handed people. You know, that would be the next niche down, sell a tactical flashlight for left-handed security guards. Uh, you know, you got to get, if you get in down that level and by using magnet and cerebro and black box and x-ray, you can pinpoint, if you know how to use those tools properly, you can pinpoint those opportunities and there's, there's tens of thousands of them out there. Uh, and, and it's, too many people focus on search volume. Too many people, you know, people are worried about, damn, now what's with the search volume? You know, six or seven of the tools out there, including, you know, you guys had like real search volume for a Mm -hmm. while and now that's gone. you still have the historical and you can, you can make some uh, assumptions off that. And that definitely is better than nothing. But.
0: Well, you, you've been, you yourself have been selling on Amazon, what, like at least uh, four or five years?
1: Yeah. Since 2015. So that that
0: search volume wasn't around more than 15 months ago. So like, does that mean all your, all your launches before search volume was there failed because you didn't have that visibility?
1: No, not at all. I mean, it was great to have it. It's cool to have it. You know, it's, you use Cerebro and you use the, you know, put in the 10 different agents of your competitors in there and see where people are ranking and use that matrix. If you know how to do that properly, you can pinpoint with, like 90% accuracy, the keywords that are converting. And a lot of times people focus on big keywords, like, oh, this one's got 50,000 searches or this one's got 20,000 searches. It's not about search volume; it's about conversions. Yeah, and so a exactly. keyword that has 20,000 exact searches a month, it might be a great keyword. But you know, the keyword that has 300 searches a month might be a better keyword. Because the one that has 300 searches a month probably has less competition, number one. It might have a 50% conversion rate. You know, 50% mm-hmm. of the people that are searching for that, so 150 sales off that, you get in position one or two, you're going to grab probably 75% of those sales. And Versus the one that has 20,000, it might have a 2% conversion rate. So it might be only 400 sales coming off of that. Because people are typing that in, and then they're wandering off the page and going to something else, you know, or whatever. Uh, so it's, but, but, so you don't need that volume. You need, if Amazon, quit showing you where things rank, then we're screwed. Uh, yeah. but as long as I keep showing you where stuff is ranked, uh, the, the, the gold is in your pocket to dig. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not, I, I'm not worried about it. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a mind shift shift and too many people don't quite understand that. And it's a little bit more work sometimes, but, uh, it, it's there. Um, okay.
0: All right. Well, uh, that's good to know. That. You know what, Kevin, I mean, I can't believe we've been at this almost 30 minutes and you've dropped a lot of knowledge on us right here. And even a couple of things I, I wasn't aware of, but I had promised, you know, the listeners, I wanted to get Kevin King's top three, top three hacks for 2019 Amazon sellers. So what would you say are your top three?
1: Oh, man. I think, uh, well, I mean, you know, hacks are great, you know, and we, I, in like the Illuminati Mastermind, you know, our training that we do every month for high-level sellers at Illuminati Mastermind.com. You know, if you sign up for that, we give you a PDF called 99 Hacks. And uh, we're going to be opening that again soon. Uh, and I've got another PDF called 99 More Hacks. So, people are going to get those, but hacks are cool and people love them. Uh, but they're usually short lived. Uh, you know, they work a little bit, but it's really not what you should base your business on. You should base your business on, on core fundamental things. you know, on choosing the right product, uh, on, on creating a good listing. Like I said earlier, where I didn't have to do any PPC or anything cause I knew how to create the listing properly to get the exposure. And then, and then either knowing how to launch the product or get it positioned and then rinsing and repeating. But I mean, I think you need to start looking, you know, at, outside of the, the launch, the traditional launch stuff of the giveaways the steeply discounted giveaways and start looking at more on the PPC side uh, and, and, and more on the product targeting side. I think that's, uh, there's major opportunity there. And, and I think that's, that it's going to, f- it favors Amazon and it favors, uh, favors, uh, the, the, the buyers. Um, so I think, okay. So instead of top three hacks and maybe
0: top three strategies, so w- would number one be taking a closer look at PPC for 2019? Would you say that's definitely like maybe top of the list of what people need to do?
1: Yeah. And and the thing, yes, I do. Uh, the one thing about, you know, <clears throat> about keywords is people, Oftentimes, they'll create these big, huge keyword lists, and they'll come up with you know 500 different keywords for their product, and they'll try to jam them all in their listing and put them everywhere, and make sure every little word is is in there. I don't do that. Most uh, I've seen some some of the data, um, you know, the Amazon releases to vendors and stuff like that, and, and you can they, there's there's some high level data that you can actually see for, uh, if you have a vendor account, and you could see that most sales for most products there are exceptions, but for the vast majority of products out there. 90% of the sales come from three to eight keywords from between three to eight. The long tail keywords might account for about 10% of sales in most cases. So if you can figure out what those three to eight keywords are by using the proper tools, like the, the reverse search on Cerebro with the match, with the matrices, um, you can actually do very, very well without having to spend a lot of money on PPC necessarily. Um, Going after all these keywords and casting this huge wide net, do that later. Focus, figure out what those three to eight are. Get your positioning and maybe start in the middle. Don't start the best one. Start in the middle or at the bottom and work your way up. Uh, and, and, and just treat it more as a slow process rather than an overnight sensation. Uh, and you can you can have good really, really good success. So by using PPC to do that and the new tools that they're introducing, and they just introduced a new one, I think uh, just in the last couple of days where it's got dynamic, uh, there's dynamic PPC now where you can actually adjust the bidding based on different things. There's a whole new setting that just showed up. I haven't played with it yet, but they're, they're getting more sophisticated. And I know this year, they're going to allow you st- to start, instead of bidding per click, you're going to bid per sale. So it's going to be like eBay. On eBay, you have like a little slider where you can say, I'm willing to pay up to 20% of the selling price. It's basically a set A cost. Um, and that's coming too uh, from Amazon this year. Uh, and yeah. so, some additional stuff. So I think that's where, uh, you know, as a strategy, you need to focus on mastering, uh, on mastering that. Um, so
0: number one, PPC then. Number two, trying to
1: really Get your narrow focus on those
0: three to eight converting keywords, and then what else would you say for one one more thing that people should concentrate on?
1: So, uh, start to, the money in, on selling on Amazon is made in the sourcing. It's not made in the selling. It's made in the sourcing, and so because of this Chinese problem, and until that gets fixed or starts to subside dramatically, which I think it's not going to be anytime soon, I would seriously consider looking at sourcing outside of uh, China. Um, you know, go to 52wmb.com or use some of the other conferences or other things and, and source, uh, from outside of China, because you're going to have a competitive, a major competitive edge by doing that. Um, and, and you're going to eliminate a lot of these problems with, uh, counterfeiters and hijackers. And, uh, they, the Chinese are always going to be able to beat you on price. You know, you look sometimes at these listings and you're like, I'm not, I'm not saying don't ever buy from China. There are good, places to buy in China, you know, at the Canton fair. And there, there, there's people there that aren't on Alibaba, that aren't everywhere else. There's some good, good sources, but consider at least in part of your portfolio, getting some stuff from outside China. Cause you're not going to have much competition on, on most of it. Uh, they're, Cause they're not going to go there and they can't beat you on price. You know, you see Chinese sellers selling for, I don't know how they're even making money. Yeah. yeah, they're making it really low. Some of them aren't. I don't think they're just cycling cash, uh, and and it's like a Ponzi scheme or something. I'm not sure. But so don't you don't want to mess with that stuff. So start looking at other other avenues uh, outside of that. I think there's major opportunity in licensing, uh, and major opportunity in patenting. I'm actually doing a licensing deal. My wife set up an Amazon account, and I'm teaching her right now. And, and so her first product are actually uh, NCAA licensed. You know, college college uh, license stuff. But, and so she can come into the the category she's in, which is competitive and immediately stand out. Uh, nobody else has that license. And if they do, it's totally counterfeit and don't get shut down immediately. Uh, so, so there's opportunity, a major opportunity there too.
0: All right, guys. So there you have it. There's some top three things. Actually, he was kind of like three and a half. He, he gave us a little bonus for maybe, you know, we got, you got to concentrate on your PPC, concentrate on making sure you find those three to eight keywords and also look to sourcing outside of China and then look to other ways of private label by doing licensing or other things. So you had mentioned that if people do want other kind of hacks, even though, you know, with the full knowledge that some of these might be temporary, you give those out in your in your high end training which is in illuminati mastermind.com so guys if you're interested in that make sure to go to that website and take a look at that but if for those those who are brand new sellers you know if, if they just want a kind of a to z course on how to sell on Amazon that's freedom ticket right
1: yeah they, they, exactly the illuminati mastermind it's not open right now we only we haven't opened that Manny and I have not opened that up since uh, July of last year but we're getting ready to open that again shortly and then we'll uh, so if you if you're interested in, in learning more about the illuminati there'll be a webinar when we do it and we'll open it back up just go to illuminati mastermind.com and enter your email address and that way you'll get notified when it gets open it's it's we've really made a difference in a lot of sellers there and then like like he like you just said if uh, if you're brand new, or maybe just getting going and got a couple of products. If you go to FreedomTicket.com, that's a course that I have for, uh, for new sellers. I do a weekly Q and a, uh, every, pretty much every Monday I get on a live call with all the, all the people there. And I answer every question that's com- that comes in live and don't know. You can pre-submit them if you want, if you can't, be on it and watch listen to the replay. But I answer every question. Uh, and then there's a it's a 60 uh, video training and it's kept up to date. Uh, but even if you don't want to do that, go to freedomticket.com. There's a there's a webinar there that's on a replay. You can just sign up for a time and and watch at least the first hour of that. You know, the second hour we, we talk about how you can join the Freedom Ticket. Maybe that's for you, maybe it's not, but I guarantee you if you watch the first hour of that webinar, you're gonna learn more than you you will on any YouTube video or any, in a lot of other courses. Uh, so at least take the opportunity to do that. And I think it'll help you in your business, uh, whether you're new or, uh, if, if you've already been selling, I think you might get some good insight from that, uh, as well.
0: All right. Well, Kevin, as always, it was great to have you on here. You dropped some major knowledge bombs on the listeners right here. And so uh, guys, I hope you guys put some of this in their practice so that you can crush it in 2019. And, and uh, Kevin, I hope you have another 10X year this year. Maybe you'll get to uh, $3,700 uh, this year. Hey, let's do it. We'll do this again next year and I'll tell you where I'm at. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Kevin.